Hi, I'm Rebecca Monique, an ICF accredited coach, and these are my passing thoughts. I'll be sharing one thing once a week with one question to help guide your private reflection, sometimes motivational, sometimes educational, always with the intention to prompt further thinking and deeper feeling. This week, eight things I've learned from abusive relationships. If you follow me on Instagram, my handle is at rbccmnq, you will recognize some of the content in this episode, which I've repurposed with the addition of a few more learnings. I wrote the original post with my former legal guardian in mind, but these truths, my truths, are applicable to any abusive relationship on any level. Emotional, psychological or physical, be that with a caregiver such as a parent or a guardian, romantic relationships, friendships and even co-worker relationships. I have faith you'll find some comfort within my words. My adopted mum died when I was eight. When I was ten, her first cousin became my legal guardian. I endured seven years of psychological, emotional and physical abuse in her care before making myself homeless. She died in late 2019 from unsuccessful heart surgery. We never reconciled our differences. In fact, our last interaction a couple of years before that saw her spewing unprovoked, venomous words at me. She hadn't changed at all. She was exactly as I remembered her. This time, though, the version of me she remembered was no more. I never got to tell her how much enduring pain she caused me. I attended her funeral, not for her or to show that I was the bigger, better person, but because I had forgiven. I had forgiven myself. The pain she inflicted could only be done by someone who themselves had been experiencing insurmountable pain and fear. At her funeral, my silent parting words to her was simply, may you be free from suffering. Echoing back in my head, those words liberated me. Here are eight things I've learned from abusive relationships. Number one, not everyone has the mental and emotional capacity to apologize for their wrongdoings. It has absolutely nothing to do with you, and making peace with that may be one of the most liberating acts of self-love. Number two, it's okay to simultaneously hold space to grieve the person you might have been, or the loss of human connection you could have had, and be grateful for the resilience, inner strength, and wherewithal the traumatic experiences forced you to cultivate. Number three, their splintered soul was not your responsibility to heal. Number four, Sometimes, people will make you out to be the villain so that they can avoid the discomfort and shame of facing themselves. Go ahead and become a hero, your own hero. A hero you can look and smile back at in the mirror. The kind of smile that radiates from the eyes every damn day, even on the not-so-super ones. Number five. Forgiveness is not about the other person, it's about you. Recognizing that your peace matters more than the overstayed turmoil and pain It's about extending self-compassion for all the things that were out of your control and that you absolutely did not deserve to have happen. Number six, you'll make peace with them not choosing you because you've finally chosen yourself. You'll make peace with the reality that you didn't have a beautiful life with them because you're building a beautiful life for yourself. You'll make peace with the pain of them not loving you the way that you deserve to be loved because you're learning to truly love yourself. You'll make peace with the disappointment that the person you needed to be there for you most wasn't. Because now, you show up for yourself every single day. Number seven. The hardest part of healing isn't letting go of the person or coming to terms with the situation. The hardest part is sitting with and lovingly nurturing the vulnerable parts of you that were denied opportunities to be seen, heard and understood. Number eight. 
You cannot expect to be met deeply by those who reside in shallow, stagnant waters. My question for you this week is this. What kind, compassionate, encouraging words do you need to hear today? Speak to you next week, same time, same place. Until then, be well.